Howdy, folks. Welcome back to Reading Hell Hostage. My name is Blue. And my name's Justin. And birthday, 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 birthday boy. And I'm the birthday boy. It's just... <laughs> it's Justin's birthday on Monday, on the 7th. Yeah. So the Monday before this will be released. Yeah, so yesterday. I can't think of it that way. <laughs> <laughs> but he is now an old man officially. Uh, quarter century, baby. Are you really popping your fucking Capri Sun when we just spent 10 minutes eat before this eating a bagel? <laughs> Never mind. It's not his birthday, everybody. Nobody say happy birthday. Okay. He's in timeout. I'm in timeout. <sighs> but he's 25 years old. He's an old man. He did start dating me when I was 14. So I was 15. <laughs> Bro, you gotta stop saying no, shit like that. I like, like the that. way it sounds. It's funny. But yeah, it's your birthday. Are you excited? I don't know. If the, is that picking up? Yeah, it's fucking picking up. <laughs> it's your birthday. Are you excited? I am excited. Yeah? Yeah. We've got um, fun plans. Mm-hmm. We're doing, doing Mexican. Mm-hmm. Getting some Mexi- Mexicana. Mexican food. It's just Mexican. It's just Mexican? Yeah. Okay. I was like, is that Mexican food or just Mexican? Comida Mexicana. Okay. It's Mexican food. Okay. Um, Having some buds. Buds. Mm -hmm. Some good buds over. Yeah. And having some good buds. And we have our sweet foster kitties. you know what I'm talking about. (laughs) Yeah. We have two foster kitties, Corinne and Benya. Did you put uh, that TikTok up? No, but I made a really funny TikTok. Well, I made an okay TikTok, but I liked it. Hey, if we can spread fostering, let's spread fostering. But, okay. Are you ready to hop into the book? (sighs) No. We're so close. This is our second- It's my birthday. (laughs) I don't have to do this. So, for this podcast, we'll just, like, talk for an hour. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Go ahead. Um, Balls. Okay. So, what happened last time? Um, Baby was born, and uh, the baby- really brain blasts you with some information okay anything else like charlie oh yeah dilf you named the whole episode after him uh don't uh, you you named no i didn't justin i think you did no but yeah so charlie was able to come over bella was able to chill she arm wrestled emmett and Jacob imprinted on my daughter? <laughs> <laughs> you nicknamed my daughter at the Loch Ness Monster? Uh, but now we're we're going to keep going. Are you ready? Hell yeah. So this is part five. Second to last part. Unless we like do an Snail hour and a half. This. No, an hour and a half. We can blast it and just do the last episode. Ugh. But I don't think we should do that. So we're starting at chapter 27. You know what we could do? What? Upload this at two times speed. <laughs> yeah, that won't be freaky at all. <laughs> Chapter 27. Um, we're starting three months after her turning. So she's been here for three months. She's chill. Yeah. And she's looking at back. You know, she's just, this is like the world building chapter. Um, she's like, wow, mythology and magic are real. Like Quill and Embry ended up joining Jacob's pack. Leah and um seth clear Clearwater were closer than ever before because they're helping charlie transition into the wit before because they're helping sue help charlie transition into the crazy world they live yeah. in um question already wouldn't you just become the craziest fucking uh Who? conspiracy theory charlie? person in that universe i would i don't think charlie I think would bella would 
Like, I, I, if I was Bella, I'd fucking go That's like, a good point. Okay, werewolves and vampires are real. What else? What the fuck else is out there? Are dragons real? The fact that she's just like, okay. Dragging these nuts. Are you done? Wavering these nuts. Stop. <laughs> um, no, I hear what you're saying. I, I agree. It's like, that. I would be the, like. Like, why Bigfoot? is nobody else Where's chill? Bigfoot? True. I bet Bigfoot's real in this world. I bet Bigfoot's just a werewolf. Hmm. My theory is what still. If, wait, what if Bigfoot is a shapeshifter that shapeshifts into a big otter, and that's uh, why he stands like that? I was gonna say, like, I like my theory of it just happened to be a wolf. It did just happen to be a wolf. They discussed that later. Yeah, yeah. So you could have, I don't know, like an ape or something. Like, ooh, that'd be so creepy. There would be there. There was great apes around. Okay, I guess is that a statement? I guess. Is there a question? I thought there was some in the U.S., but I'm not sure. There are still, like, in zoos? No, like, um... Back in the day. Yeah, way back. Way back in the day. Yeah. Okay, we're gonna keep going. But I hear what you're saying. Wear kits. Hmm? Wear cats. Yeah, wear cats. That'd be a fuck... Wear panther? Right there on the Z. Wear panther? Do you get my joke? Yeah, but no one knows what the Z is. Right there on the cat thing. Right there on the cat tree? Come here. As one of our cats gets on my lap. Okay, we're stalling. Let's go. Yeah. Well, you're stalling. I'm ready to go. So Jasper spends a lot of time near Bella because she has a really good emotional climate. She's really happy. She's... I forgot about this. She spends her day with her baby and family and nights satisfying her need for Edward. I wish we were still stalling. <laughs> I wish we were still stalling. We're going to have enough material for uh, yeah, the we'll next episode. We'll be fine. Um, they are still having fear with how fast Renesmee is growing because she ended up speaking her first word, which was mama, and her first full sentence in the exact same breath. <laughs> but you got to realize that, like, she also is... Is she is she reading minds too, or no, is it just one way? It's just one way. Okay. She just projects her stuff onto others, which okay. is like the exact opposite of the yeah, way Edward yeah. works. Okay, I thought it was um, that she like communicated back and forth. Well, they can like talk to her, mm-hmm. and she understands. She's very intelligent. Yeah, but I still are like, you stalling still? No, if you like send like an exact thing, and then someone says the word to you, yeah, that would. Do crazy things for your language development. I agree, but that's this is a world where cops are good and panthers exist um, in abundance. Yes. Oh, I bumped the mic. <laughs> Which one is more unlikely? <laughs> um. Oh, where am I? She's walking quickly, and everyone's like throwing themselves into research. Rose and Alice make sh- make sure she wears a new outfit every day. Not only because they're like crazy obsessed with her. really, dude, stop, put that away. Um, not only because they're so obsessed with her, but also because they're trying to put like a baby album together that makes it look like it was years and not yeah. like months or days. Dude, but, you gotta be doing like three, four outfits a day. Uh, outfits a day, because like which they would. They like they must think. Who's they? Anybody that sees that is like. Damn, they only took a picture of this baby once every two months. True. Um, By three months old, she looks like a small two-year-old. 
And by Carlisle's count, she'll be an adult or fully, like, adult-sized in four years and theoretically dead by 15 years. Oof. So their research had given them an idea of where they want to go. Like, they want to go to Brazil. They feel like that's where most of the legends they've read are. Mm-hmm. Because they want to see if other children like her existed, how long they lasted, but they don't have like a solid plan yet. Yeah. Could they turn her into a vampire? Hmm. That's a good question. But would they want to? Because Jacob and her. And Jacob probably wouldn't let that happen. And I do mean let. He would die, but... Yeah. Also, it would be kind of, as a parent, putting that pain on your kid, even if it did mean saving them. Well, you're going to be immortal. I know. Like if you and if the child has an option, yeah, if she has the choice, but yeah. it probably wouldn't work as my thought process. Yeah, mm-hmm. she would she be one and one half vampire, one vampire <laughs> or half vampire, or three quarters vampire, or three quarters vampire. Um, Bella also has this idea that she needs to go see the Volturi completely alone because they can't read her mind or do anything with her because. Aro had sent her a wedding necklace, you know, like an insane wedding necklace saying that he's excited to see her in person. Yeah. So she knows that she has to go first so that they don't come to Forks. Does that mm-hmm. make sense? Yeah. So she needs to go over by herself because they're the she's the only one that they can't wa- read. They can't read and figure out about. Yeah. Okay. And they also have like a tracker. So she feels like she has to go because the tracker won't be able to follow her. Hmm. Can she, like, completely block off everything, though? She doesn't know anything about her powers. Okay. But that's what it was before, so based on our knowledge, it should get better after she passed and became a vampire. But didn't they track her through her smell? You know, I love how many questions... Like, I genuinely love when you... Like, you were so involved last episode, you were like, wait, what? (laughs) None of this makes any sense (laughs) is the thing. They could track... But, like, when you go for an airplane, you're not going to track her over the airplane. Or she goes in water. This is what happens when you cry, listen to My Chemical Romance, and (laughs) write (laughs) a book. And 9-11 happens. Yeah. Um, She also knows that another reason she has to go alone is because Aro likes to collect things, like his leaving pieces, his guard. Mm. And she she knows he wants Edward and Alice. Mm. So that's another reason she should go alone. Mm. During this bit, um, you know, while she's thinking, she's actually out hunting with Jacob and Renesmee. And Jacob and Bella are arguing about Brazil. Apparently, Renesmee doesn't like the taste of animal blood as much. But with Jacob there, they, like, turn it into a competition. Like, Mm. I can catch more than you. Yeah. Renesmee really likes human blood, and she understands the good and bad, you know? Wait, is this person that is um, going to develop a sexual relationship with this child raising them? I want to ignore the, their relationship right okay. now okay um she's like it's donated blood so why can't i have it you know she is like a completely Give. like she's got a good point it's donated blood um jacob kind of states that he wants to go to brazil but like he has responsibilities in la push as the alpha and he hasn't even graduated so he uh-huh. needs to gra- and he, he's like there'll be plenty of time for that well, who's the alpha hey what up on the alpha we need <laughs> to put that tiktok out Um, then Bella can like, something catches her eye, something that shouldn't be there. And she knows it's a vampire who's blonde, who's got blonde, pale, almost silver hair. Take it again. Blonde, pale, almost silver hair. One more time. No, because Stephanie Myers only describes the white vampires through their hair color. Yeah, you, you want to know, like. It's important to me. Are they good? 
I mean, white. Whoa, that's another thing I wanted to discuss. So you know how earlier in the podcast we discussed Laurent and how he was black in the movies? Mm -hmm. So you know with Mormonism, the thing is, once you go to heaven, you like become a white person. Oh. You know that? Yeah. So also if like any person has like tattoos or piercings and stuff like that, those, the venom gets rid of those. So it kind of, to me, seems like the transition from human to vampire is Is that of human to going to heaven through a Mormon's eyes. Jeez. That's just me speculating. That's a a good theory. Yeah. And again, I don't know if Steph believes in that stuff. I'm just saying she was raised in the Mormon faith. Yeah. Big Prince Charming over there, dog. She's definitely not as bad as Orson Scott Card, (laughs) y'all. Okay. You didn't hear me? What'd you say? A big prince charming over there do i look like prince charming i cut all my hair off yeah Yeah, i cut my hair off um the other day well like three weeks ago now now she's shrek prince charming yeah when it dries it looks like prince shrek like prince charming from shrek from shrek (laughs) did i say that no you said shrek Shrek. so i was correcting you shut up (laughs) um this stranger is a stranger but bella knows that it's irena irena is one of the denali sisters okay okay um, and her face is very hostile, and she hisses and turns oh, and run away. Oh, fuck. The Denali's are the other vegetarian. Vegetarian coven. Okay. So, Irina is the one who was in with Laurent and was pissed when Laurent was killed. Irina nuts over okay, here. Okay, shut up. Bella calls Carlisle and Edward and requests they come to track her because she thinks she saw Jacob and remembered how Laurent was killed by the wolves. Mm-hmm. But when they get there, you know, she, nobody's there. And Bella's like, maybe like some more people should go with you because she growled at me. And Edward's like, she did what? It's like, shut up. Um, they all hurry home. And Renesmee's like, puts her hand on her mom's face and is kind of smug because now she gets to drink donated blood. She's so fucking spoiled. How the, wait, when did this happen? What do you mean? When did she get a drink? Well, they donated. were out hunting. Oh. And they couldn't get any food in this time period by when she oh. saw Arena. So she was like, well, you have to feed me something. <laughs> She's a little fucking snot brat. A little snot brat? Yeah. Chapter 20, 28. They aren't able to catch up with Irina. 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 Irina Dickover. So they call Tanya, but they haven't, the Tanya and them haven't seen Irina since they decided to go to the wedding. So like okay. two, four months ago, five months ago. And Alice is like, I can catch quick glimpses of her future, but I can't tell anything too serious. Only that she's moving and I can't tell what's going on. So she um, doesn't know her or she doesn't... She knows her. She just can't catch her future. No decision has been made. Remember, it's decisions that... So she's probably just... It's Edward knowing the person and being better at reading them. Yes. And it's Alice... For the breed, yeah. Alice, for the breed and the decision. Okay. So she can't tell, like, the half-breeds. Oh, I hate using that term. Um, As well as she could tell vampires, and she can tell humans a little bit better because she was previously a human. Mm -hmm. So it's vampires, humans, half-breeds. Yes. Oof. Yeah. So uh, days later, they make the decision that they are going to go to South America. And they're going to start with the Tikunas tribe, and that's one of the women... The woman from the house when they were in Isle Esme was part of this tribe. Is that someone's mom is from no, there? No, no, no. It's just like a tribe where they can trace some legends to. Oh, okay. Plus they have friends in the Amazon. Um, they have these three Amazonian women who's uh, like a, their own coven. But they they kind of think they probably wouldn't know much about hybrids considering they are all women. 
They can't produce. Yeah, they don't have balls. Yeah. They only got eggs. The ping the pagongus. Are you done? Everyone is You seem all- really happy with my good good bits this episode. You just keep making sex jokes and I'm like, shut up, Emmett. Do I need to beat you in an arm wrestling contest? Hell yeah, let's fucking go. Do you get that reference from last yeah, episode? Yeah, I do. Okay. But let's literally let's go. I'm drinking uh, red wine today. <laughs> and I want to drink it out of a straw. <laughs> That's how I'm feeling. Okay. Um, everyone's on edge until Alice sees something that scares her. But then this like terrifies everybody. And Edward's reading her mind and his her visions and she's he's actually like furious because alice like drops a vase which freaks everybody out they don't drop things what the cat no that's, oh everybody that's you're Edward. furious yeah. okay justin's like doing this weird mouth thing towards me i'm like what the fuck are you doing but alice just should goes I, should i do the snarl no don't please <laughs> don't <laughs> um alice says they're coming all of them and Bella immediately understands that it's the Volturi and all of them, every single one of the Volturi will be there soon. Jesus. And Alice says even the wives are coming, which I was like, What kind of the- show out is that, dude? Right. And I was like, who the fuck are the wives? How do you get how do you get <laughs> every single one over of them? There. And there's what, seven, eight Cullens? They one, probably two, have their own three, plane four. Or something. Yeah, I'm sure they have a private plane. Yeah. At least enough to fucking charter one. Oh, for sure. Um but yeah, all of them, even the wives. Again, I was like, who the fuck are the wives? So I did some digging. And basically, there are just like two wives of Aro and Caius, I believe. Yeah. And Marcus, I know. Marcus, I don't fucking know. Marcus. I don't know what the <laughs> fuck you're talking about. Basically, they're just stuck in their tower. Like, they don't they don't okay. come out and like yeah. nobody sees them. But they're all coming because they want to ensure the Cullens are dead. This is like yeah. an annihilation. This is not a, like anything. Well, the they were the two wives were seen around up until the Nintendo Wii Sport came out, mm-hmm. and then they disappeared. And they haven't uh, been seen. They since. have not been coincidence. Seen yet. I think not. <laughs> um, Alice says that Irina was the trigger. So, but this wasn't what. The Volturi would have come no matter what. They were waiting for something to trigger them to come to the Cullens. Oh, so they were looking for it. A hundred percent. And Bella realized that Irina must have seen a small child, an immortal child. Do you mm. remember this? And Kate, Irina, and Tanya had all lost their mother to an immortal child. Uh, so they pissed about it. Yeah, so it was Irina's, like, she felt it was her duty to go tell on the Cullens regarding this. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So... vegetarian family Mm -hmm. comes down to see them just irena just irena comes down she's coming down to like make amends okay sees a little baby sees a baby gets pissed off Mm -hmm. tells volturi yes okay and every single one of the volturi are coming how did how did uh alice not pick up on any of those decisions they these are the decisions happening they're right still now? months out. Oh. But Irina made the decision to go see the Volturi. I forgot about the fucking time show or travel thing. What do you mean? That she can see in the future. Yeah. yeah she can see the future. I forgot about that. I yeah. was like, how are they there right now? No, she's seeing Bella or I, Alice is seeing the future after Irina had made the decision to go. Okay. Does that make sense? So we kill Irina. Okay. They don't know where she is. Tell the Volturi that we're chill. Okay. Um, is this how you think it's going to play out? Yeah. Okay. 
They're going to fucking off her. Okay. Cement fucking shoes, baby. Okay. And they're going to go to Volturi. That's they're your... Gonna, yep, yep. They're going to go to Volturi okay. and be like, we're chill. Um. So they all kind of discuss and the cons are like, whoa, what the fuck? And... Bella's like, this doesn't make any sense. Renesmee's not an immortal child. I'm like, yeah, no shit. But like, Irina doesn't fucking know that. Yeah, they don't fucking know. She's not going to wait go, oh, wait a minute. I'm going to break the law. Yeah, so. Yeah. Do you think um, Irina got a celly on her? Yes, but I'm sure she threw it away. And just be like, hey, dude, can we talk about this for a second? But if you had seen your mom torn to shreds. Yeah. Probably would not give you a second chance on that. Yeah. So then Edward says, like, this is not the type of crime the Volturi hold a trial for. They're coming to destroy the Cullens. Yeah. Even though they're wrong, it doesn't really matter. Um, they're, yeah. If they get the proof, they they done with it. They barely even need proof. They just need to see that. Because remember, Aro yeah. can grab your hand and see literally everything you've ever seen. Yeah. So they're all thinking quietly when Emmett, whose only character thing is fight, he goes, hey, why don't we fight? And Jasper's like, we can't win. And Emmett's like... We don't have to win. We just like. Have to make it not worth their while. Ah, and, and everyone's like, okay, what do you mean? And he's like, the pack will come to help, obviously. So they're up to 10. Yo, what up? I'm the alpha. <laughs> they could ask other friends and let them decide. They don't even have to fight. They just have to stand with them long enough for the Volturi to hesitate. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. They just like, this might take away reasons to fight if we can explain to them. Yeah. So they're like, we need witnesses. That's something we can ask of our friends. They don't have to fight, but they can witness that she fucking grows. She can touch mm-hmm. them and tell them her whole life story. She yeah. smells of blood. She has a heartbeat. As long as they don't immediately kill her, they're good. Yeah, pretty much. And usually the Volturi, they they don't hesitate, bitch. And they just <laughs> go right for it. So and it's great idea. It's like fucking good idea, man. Yeah. They're all kind of feeling this, and they're like, fuck yeah, and they start naming different friends and individuals they could ask when Alice looks in the future and sees something not great. And Edward's like, whoa, what was that? Mm-hmm. And Alice is like, oh, I can't see. I didn't see nothing. But Edward's like, no, what was that? I saw the jungle. She's like, no, I can't see anything. I didn't see nothing. Um. So they realize they're going to have to split up because the Volturi will be there before the snow hits the ground and sticks. You think if um the Volturi... Guy touches Alice, they both have a stroke. <laughs> <laughs> they might. Because, like, he would just be seeing what she's seeing and then making decisions based off what she sees. Yeah, and then... Like a f- infinite feedback loop. Yeah, just it be just, frozen <laughs> there. <laughs> um, that's funny. So they say before the snow hits the ground and sticks, which this is Forks, Washington. When would you estimate that to be? Fucking, like, November. Okay. What if I told you that it sticks on January 1st? I know. I wrote in my notes. Good fucking try. I guess they are in... No, they don't have the warm water there Mm -mm. to keep them... Yeah. They would definitely snow. Mm -hmm. And they're in the mountains. Yeah. Especially the Collins. Yeah. So they start splitting up and Carlyle's like, we're going to have to go, but you need to ask, or Alice says, you need to ask Eliezer because this is about more than an immortal child. Mm-hmm. Eliezer is part of the Denali's, the other vegetarians. Yeah. Edward is confused and upset about what he's seeing in his mind, but she's like, I can't, I can't see anything. And Alice is like, I'm going to have to go out for a bit because I have to concentrate. I can't see anything with um, Renesmee and Jacob, so I'm going to go. Mm-hmm. Jasper, let's go. 
And Jacob walks in and is like, yo, what the fuck? And <laughs> then he's like, ma- he walks in like, yo, what up, I'm <laughs> alpha. And then he's like, what's wrong with Renesme? Don't even play with me, Bella. And she's like, she's fine. <laughs> you fucking bitch. <laughs> she's like, we're, f- she's fine. But we have all been sentenced to die. <laughs> it's, it's, we're all fine. We just have a noose around our necks and we're standing on the fucking, uh. What? What do they stand on for hangings? I don't know. They, it's called something. Are you thinking of the guillotine, which isn't for hanging? No, I'm not thinking about the guillotine. Uh, it has a trap door. I don't know. You'll I'm really think about fucking it this joke up. Ha ha ha. No, you didn't. It was <laughs> oh, really funny. You got, I got you. All right. Chapter 29. Alice actually never came home. And they're sitting like just completely still, taking it all in until sunlight like starts to show up and they're like wait shit alice isn't home yeah and they all become immediately worried because maybe the volturi had sent a preemptive attack to get her and they all start trying to find her trail Mm -hmm. they end up at the quillu border where sam is there and human in his human form flanked by paul and jared and he says that alice and jasper have what jared (laughs) what i don't know i just heard it and i was like fucking jared No, Jared's nice because he's the only one that imprinted on an appropriately aged person. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, And where was I? It wasn't about his, uh, (laughs) anything about the character. It was just. His name. His name. Uh, I am just alienating people left and right. Oh, my God. You're interrupting me left and right, too. I'm sorry. I'm doing jokes for a comedy podcast. Yeah. And I'm reading for our reading podcast. (laughs) (laughs) I love you. Um. Alice and Jasper came around midnight and asked permission to cross their border into the water. Can't come over. (laughs) And Sam gave them permission and Alice asked him to give a note to them. And it's a folded piece of paper from a book in Bella's own room. And it says that Alice has decided to leave them and has asked the Collins to continue to search for other vampires. So they're like, yo, what the fuck? Like, she left. Like, they're like, she left. She's not part of our family anymore. That's their thought process. Okay. And Sam becomes, like, crazy angry because he's like, why would Alice abandon you and your family? Like, our family wouldn't do that. And he becomes, like, fucking belligerent. And Edward's like, knock it off. Shut up, piss baby. Yeah. And this kind of breaks Alice's whole perception, or Bella's whole perception of the Collins because Carlisle had created Edward as my Rose and Emmett. And Edward had created her, so they're like family. But mm. like Jasper and Alice had adopted the Cullens, and now they'd abandon them. So she's like kind of in like her version of another depression. Yeah. They leave and then realize there's another trail of Alice's. And Bella's like, she's like, I'm, I have to. What? <laughs> it's a little trail of Alice's. <laughs> <laughs> little tiny Alice's. She follows the trail. Oh, sorry, we had a big stretch interruption. I've got the heaviest and absolutely warmest cat on my lap. I'm sweating so bad, but I won't let him leave. You're too sweet. It's he's cat completely time. asleep. Welcome to our pre-show show cat time. Ah, he's our stretching more. Mid-show show cat time? Yeah, mid-show. Um, This trail leads to her and Edward's little cottage. Yeah. And she's like, Edward, I got to go in alone. And she does. And she finds this book that belonged to them. And Alice had wrote another note in it. And it was a quick note. It says like, destroy this. And below it was a name and address. And she burns it. And Edward's like, yo, why the fuck are you burning that? And she's like, I don't know. And she starts getting like emotional and saying how she's confused and how, why would Alice leave? And Edward's like, God, women emotional. (laughs) Bitches. Am I right? (laughs) 
They, he does, though. He does, yeah. They get back to the con house, and everyone is, like, fully prepped, even though they were gone for, like, five fucking minutes. Mm-hmm. And they're ready to travel with all their hopes pinned on Alice's note. Yeah. Their plan is Edward and Bella, Edward and Bella mm-hmm. are going to stay at the house and show people who come through about Renesmee. Emin and Rose are going to go hunt the nomads. Carlisle and Esme are going to hunt people they know. What and are they hunting? Oh, the to bad. go get people. No, they're just going to get hunts. Not like the right word, but oh, like they're, they're gathering. Oh my god, Bruno, you have to. You're so warm, baby. I'm sorry. Our mid show show cat time, oh, baby. Here, maybe you can come up here. Oh, I bumped the mic. Okay. So Are we not editing this one. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not. Um, the Denali Coven will be there in the morning, and it's important for Edward to try to convince them not to react in a negative way when they see Renesmee. Like, chill, 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 chill. Yeah. They should hold up, like, l- a little sign. Hey, fucking chill, bro. Chill, chill. Yo. And is that brewskis? Brewskis. Bloodskis? Ah. Thanks, babe. They also have to find out what Alice meant about Eliezer. And Bella is upset that Renesmee... who the fuck is Eliezer? He's part of the Denali Coven. Okay. Which I've already said. Um, Bella is upset that Renesmee can understand a lot of what's going on, and she's, like, struggling to figure out who the person is that Alice told her to contact, who was Jay Jenkins. Jay Jenks. That's what I'm saying, making any sense? Yeah. Hi, baby. Um, Edward notes that maybe Jacob could leave, since the people... Oh, thank God. Cat left on his own accord. Show show cat time, and he <sighs> left. <laughs> you you were struggling over there. I am really, really there. warm. Um, yeah, Edward notes that maybe it would be a good idea for Jacob to leave since the people they're inviting are not, like, as understanding as the Collins. But they're just like, let's fucking play it by ear. They're vampire racist. <laughs> yeah. Like werewolf racist. Oh, my God. I just popped my thumb and it, like, it went, like, bah, 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 all the way up into my hand. Bah, 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 bah. Okay. While everyone's talking and planning, she sneakily heads over to the computer and looks up who Jay Jenks is. And basically she finds the website and stuff and nobody nobody's fucking saw it, apparently. No comment. What website? Up for Jay Jenks. Who's the person Alice told her to contact. Oh, okay. <laughs> I literally just said those exact words like four times. Oof. Um, Renesmee's like, can I be held? And she knows, like, she has to save her baby no matter what. And that this is what Alice would have wanted. Upsy kisses. Upsy kisses. And then she goes, hey, what up, mom? <laughs> Yo. And then just starts, like, doing baby stuff. I don't know. Renesmee shows Bella all the Cullens. But then she, like, shows Alice. And basically, like, with intensity, she's like, where is Alice? She's like, oh, I don't know. I miss her, too. And then... um, Renesmee begins to cry and Bella's a little upset because she's seen like the same mother-daughter bond that had been the way for her and Renee. Yeah. She's like, fuck. <laughs> I need that bitch back. Yeah. No, no, that she sees the same like Renesmee taking care of her, how she took care of her mom and she doesn't want that to happen uh. for Renesmee. And then she realized the only thing Alice would do all this for would be to provide a future for her own daughter. Mm. So that's what's going on. You understand? Yeah. Chapter 30. Lots to think about. She's like, how am I going to find time to figure out who Jay Jenks is? She's like, I also don't know how to fight. And also, I want to do normal stuff for Renesmee. And it's like, shut the fuck up. And then they plugged her into the Matrix. And she learned Kung Fu. Well, actually, it was after a night of passion. No, (laughs) no. That's way worse than the Matrix. (laughs) Bella asks Edward to teach her how to fight. But Edward's like, I am extremely uncomfortable with this. 
Alec and Jane are their greatest offensives, and she learns that Alec, who's Jane's twin sibling, can produce a fog that takes away all feeling for the person. Oof, that is scary. Effectively making them feel literally nothing. And sometime in, like, if somebody comes to die, the Volturi will allow them to, like, be completely, like, nothing so they don't feel the pain. Oof. Does that make sense what I'm saying? Okay. That's crazy, though. Plus, while Jane can, like, look and, and cause one person to be incapacitated, Alec can cause multiple people to become incapacitated. Just tear gas them? Pretty much. I think that's a good an- analogy, I guess. Ooh, good metal straw and a loud cup. You are going to have to edit this one just a little <laughs> bit. Um, so if he ends up using his gift on the Cullens and their witnesses until they decide to kill him, they're done. Yeah. So Bella's like, do you think Alec is a good fighter? And he's like, I don't know. She's like, well, if we distract them, I can take them down. I can take their best fighters down. Or their best, like, offensive weapons who don't know how to fight down. Oh, so they're just, like, guns, basically. They're not doing anything. Yeah, they're just, they're they're just, they're just using there. their power. Yeah, Warlocks. So like, I like that. And actually, somebody calls them the witch twins. Oh. Um, but yeah, she's like, I could take out, like, their most offensive weapons that don't know how to fight they're offensive weapons offensive blue then they could win what did they say this really ends up choking edward up because he can't imagine her getting fucked up in any way it's just a bit of weed but during that time bella's also thinking about how she'll have to take out dimitri but edward says that you know he wants to take him out for alice so alice can live on her own dimitri's their um tracker so he can find anybody Okay, um, for listeners at home... Don't talk about what uh, I'm doing right now. I'm We're really distracted this episode. Uh-uh. <laughs> but I just want to tell you about how we have a chew toy for our good kitty Bruno. It's like a little... It's like a Kong toy we cut up into bits. Yeah, um, and Blue currently has it in her toes, and is letting Bruno... This is the end credit it. scene, so that nobody listens to it. No, he's not is, gnawing on my toes. He's not gnawing on her toes. It, she, you're not. He's gnawing on the toy. Like I would hold it with her toes. Like I would hold it with my hand. I'm holding it with my fucking toes. Okay, it's not that weird. It's pretty fucking weird. <laughs> Take a picture of it. Blur the foot out. <laughs> I can't. Blur, that's half the image. <laughs> you're scaring him. He's chewing on his toy. I don't know why he's scaring you. Yeah. Shut up, Dad. Okay. She then starts focusing on Eliezer, and she's like, why would Eliezer know anything about the Volturi? And Edward's like, because he was a part of the Volturi. And I'm like, why doesn't Edward tell Bella fucking anything? Not yet. Um, he thought he was working, like, Eliezer thought he was working through the Garrity Grid because he had a gift. He can give Aro a general idea of what anybody, human or vampire, has as a gift. Mm-hmm. Just by being within proximity of them. So this gives Aro an opportunity to decide if he wants to invite them to be part of the Volturi. Does that make sense? Yeah. Um, so then it, we're starting at the Denali's being there. <laughs> I can't think of a pun. Okay. I was gonna, Thank God. That was my pun. pun yeah, I know what uh, it was. Sound. I've I'm married and I've been with you for a long time. Yeah, but no pun game. So Bella's hiding in the corner with Renezme and Jacob in his wolf form, and they're waiting anxiously for the Denali family to come. And Renezme's getting anxious too, and she's like, what do I do if they don't like me? 
She's like, I don't fit in anywhere, and all this is my fault. And Bella's like, it's not. <laughs> we'll just kill them all. <laughs> Literally. But then the Denali's arrive, and they're super anxious. They're like, what's wrong? Is it a problem with the werewolves? Blah, blah, blah. Where's Carlisle? And Edward's like, hey, guys, what's up? Take a chill pill for, like, one fucking second. <laughs> hey, um, could you shut the fuck up for I 10 seconds? I have the craziest fucking story to tell you. <laughs> you know my wife, how she was a human? Yeah. So, like, chill, trust <laughs> us, look at this fucking baby. <laughs> and so they're like, we'll hold our judgment for one second. And Edward's like, cool, listen to the hearts in the room. And they're like, okay, I hear that two weird fucking hearts I've never heard before. <laughs> she's like, I think the first one's the werewolf. And she's like the fuck is that other one yeah and then he's like bella please bring out the child <laughs> and present the child freak the fuck out they jump like 15 feet back like cats they're <laughs> like what the fuck is that thing yeah and they're like we're gonna go and edward's like no no listen you fucking heard it you heard the heartbeat and they're like yo we did what is that yeah and he's like i'm her bio father and bella's her bio mom who conceived carrie and birthed renesme while she was still human we um had a little bit too much fun, if you know. Uh. Well, that brings me to the next part. <laughs> you always have a... Because Edward makes a joke about how human and vampire relationships are not common. Right, Tanya and Kate? Which I think is a joke about how they fucked men to death. That's a pretty cool joke. Yeah, it's really, really cool for, like, you know, tweens and teens. Yeah. And in-betweens. Are we the in-betweens? No. Oh, rats. We're not youth anymore. Um, I'm 25. I've never been a youth. My bones hurt. Uh, Carmen's the first to almost instantly warm up to Renesmee. And she touches her hand to her head and, like, Renesmee shows her her whole life. And Carmen's like, oh, my God, I believe everything. Eliezer, come. Come check out the baby. And um, he freaks out. And Renesmee gets aggravated and is like, watch. Mm -hmm. She, like, throws her hands out. She's like, look. And he ends up believing, and Tanya and Kate believe also. What? He just starts staring at her hand. Like, what the fuck's up? They end up understanding very quickly what the danger is. And they're all very upset that Irina is the one who kind of triggered this mm -hmm. information, um, this fight. They're also very shocked to learn the entire guard is coming, even the wives. Which I think is so funny, because, like, are the wives coming just to, like, watch? Like, also vibe? Could the wives be big fucking badasses? They could be, probably. And they're like, oh, shit. Oh, shit. They're not bringing the, the rockets to this fight. You're going to lay down right there? Oh, no, you're going to lick your butt. Okay. Cat time. Can we just lay down? Not Doing the mid show okay. show. Cat time. Three quarters. Um. Oh, where am I? There. Okay. This um, all sets Eliezer into a big fuss, but Edward tells them that they're not looking for people to help them fight, only people who will stand next to them to give the Voltori a second of hesitation. Yeah, and you can run out of here. Yeah, <laughs> literally. And the Denali decide they will stay in witness, and he's like, please do, because Renesmee will grow about a half year's development in the month that you're here, until the Voltori decide to come. Yeah. However, Tanya's family also decides that they will fight if they need to. And Carmen's like, can I hold the baby? She's so sweet. <laughs> and then for a moment, like, Bella feels everything is going to be okay. But obviously, that's not the case. <laughs> no, actually. Actually, good fucking try, Bella. Chapter 31. Tanya wants to know the werewolf's part in all this. And wants to break some ankles so she can win 
ice skating. Have you been thinking about that the whole time we took the break? No. Okay. Um, and Jacob says that they'll fight till their last breath. And then the women fawn over the baby while Eliezer mumbles and paces trying to figure things out. He's like a mind reader for her father, a shield for the mother. The magic baby is insane. And so what the He's like that. And Edward's like, what did you just call Bella? And Eliezer's like, she's a shield. She's blocking me right now, but I feel confident. And Edward's like, what do you mean? And I'm, I wrote in my notes, a shield. You know, like a shield? A, sh- a shield, moron. You know, like a shield? He says he can't tell what type, but since con- considering she's completely unaware of what she's doing and she's only a few months old, he's like, she must be crazy fucking powerful. Aroa had sent me all over the world looking for a woman, like a shield like her. And he gives her the lowdown of what it means. Shield. Oh, is it like a shield? Like a shield. Oh, like a shield. Yeah. And I wrote, it's kind of dumb. And he tells her it's like a mental defense. And Eliezer is elated to hear that Dimitri, Jane, and Alec couldn't bother her. Because, like, that's really powerful. Yeah. Apparently, Aro does have a shield who's, like, good against physical attacks. She, like, makes people divert themselves. Mm. But besides that, it's, like, nothing crazy. It makes them turn to the right. Yeah. That's it? And then slide to the left. (laughs) Oh, shit. Bring it back now, y'all. Cha-cha real smooth. That's not what's next. Yeah, well, you miss. I'm not. No, I, it's crisscross after what I said. I don't remember what I said, but it was crisscross. You said cha cha real smooth. No, or I, did I say that? You said that. Oh my god! <laughs> How do we? <laughs> How do we the, exist? The wine's getting to her. No. Uh, Renesmee's excited to hear this in Cold Bell is special, which is sweet. And then Kate's like, "Can you project your shield?" Because Kate has electronic pulses she can do. And she's been, like, working on projecting them. She used to just have them in her palms, but now she can put them, okay, all the way up her arm. Yeah. And um, Bella's like, motherfucker, I can project? That's a possibility? Kate's like... Yeah, you just have to talk louder. No, she, like, grabs Kate, and Kate's like, you're good, because when I grabbed... When you grabbed me, I was, like, about to knock you out with a pulse, but you clearly didn't even feel it. And she's very excited about this possibility of expanding her power and helping people. But in the movie, she's like, God, I can't believe I was a shield. And I'm like, nobody can fuck you, you up. You know what's cooler than a shield? Ice cold. A gun. A gun, yeah. Um, during- I, don't, I don't think teachers should have one gun. I think they should have, have two guns. guns. Uh, during all this, Eliezer is still having his little mental crisis because he just realized that he has been helping the Volturi perform genocides for generations. Yeah. And he realized that they're coming here to take Edward and Alice and that he recognizes, like, the pattern from his life, like, from his experience with them. Basically, they'll kill a whole coven, coven, leaving just one with a good power. And they're like, well, you're the only survivor. Would you want to join or die? And they're like, yeah, I think I'll join. Because also there's apparently somebody in the guard who can control people's emotions and relationships connectivity, Mm. which is so specific. Yeah. But like when he's they a matchmaker. That's why. Matchmaker, matchmaker. Do you know this is totally From the fucking... Jewish play. Okay, Blue's been reading too much Ender Game. Ender's game. What were you saying? No, let's divert to that. <laughs> You're done. What is that play called? Fiddler on the Roof. Oh my god, Blue. Are we gonna have to edit like I'm going to have to bleep that out. <laughs> From the boot play. That sounds worse. Ugh. Okay. Anyways, the Volturi's goal is acquisition of these people. They think that's why Ara left to keep 
or why Alice left to keep Arrow from gaining all that he wanted. Mm. And then Peter and Charlotte show up. Those are Jasper's friends and mm. some nomads. And Jasper had sent them. And it's time for another round of show and tell. Yeah. Chapter 32. So a bunch of guests are there, but this makes mealtime weird because people or vampires that eat humans, they're like, we're just going to stay the fuck out of Washington. Mm-hmm. And so they go and eat. And this upsets Jacob because his literal whole existence is to make sure humans are protected from this. You're fucking kidding me right now with the fucking oven. However, here he is condoning murder, like, because he wants to save his stupid Renesmee. Yeah. However, the vampires are much, like, more accepting of the werewolves than everybody expected. They're, like, totally fucking chill. Yeah. Um, They, Carlisle had sent an Irish coven, which, let me Google this name. Oh, it's time for our favorite Ron part of the program. Clicky clack, Google time. I think it's, like, Saban. <laughs> Steve Shabbat. It's election time. We are looking at how to pronounce this name of Irish origin. This is a female name, meaning God is gracious. How do you go about pronouncing it? I got it, guys. It's a secret V. Yeah, so we did a full, like, two, three-minute side quest. It gave me an ad. I wasn't expecting it. Steve Shabbat. Steve Shabbat. But there's an Irish clan with Siobhan in the lead. It's B-H. Siobhan. No, Siobhan. Yeah. With a B. But it's spelled Siobhan. Anyways, she's fucking fat. (laughs) What the fuck? (laughs) That's how she's described is that she's got a huge body. And she's got a mate, Liam, and they have a um, new coven member named Maggie who can tell if she's being lied to or not. Mm, that's cool. So they immediately knew the truth about the baby. Yeah. They had also sent Egyptian vampires who had two younger members, Benjamin and Tia. And, and they had 100% been like, fuck yeah, we love Renesmee, we're on board. But their older members, Amun and Kebi, were like, fucking No. And Kebby and Amun have this super strange, like, old-timey relationship. So Amun's the oldest vampire that we know of. He's, like, 6,000 years old. Jesus Christ. So their relationship is very 6,000 years old. Women, no talk. Uh, do whatever man say. God, I wish that was how it was today. Am I right, fellas? Am I, am I right? You know, fellas? if you had to tell me what to do everything in this house, you wouldn't get this house wouldn't be fucking clean because you wouldn't know half the shit about this house that needs to get cleaned. English. You just got punked. Ashton Kutcher? <laughs> but this coven all revolves around Benjamin, who has the most interesting talent. And I want to talk about the talents again, because remember how it's kind of like you have those talents as like human and then like they kind of like get way more powerful. Yeah. So Amun is turning Benjamin into a weapon. So he's been keeping him away from Aros's attention. But Benjamin's like way, way independent. He like doesn't really chill with Amun like that. Benjamin control all the elements. What the fuck? How did he do that as a human? Make fire faster, maybe? Um, He did make the nuclear collider, right? <laughs> Probably. But I just think that's so funny because, like, this whole backstory about how they can, like, have this powers as a human and then it switches. And I'm like, how the fuck 
Maybe he was just a very good craftsperson. Maybe. Either way, it's kind of giggly. And could just make a bunch of shit. Emmett and Rose send lots of individuals. Garrett, um, who falls very quickly into the Denali, in with the Denali clan. Um, Mary and Randall. Um, a lot of these people aren't sure if they're going to fight, but they're happy to witness. And Carlisle and Esme return a few weeks later, and then Emma and Rose come back. And Carlisle brought this friend named Alistair, who's like fucking, like actually insane. Like he's up in the attic. He's like, He's a tracker, um, not as strong as Dimitri, but he can, like, run away from Dimitri well enough that he feels okay. And then out of, like, nowhere, the Amazons come through. And I was talking to you about this. Yeah? Note their description. Oh, no. Because I would like to note all the other descriptions have been very specifically about hair, maybe a little bit about size. Yeah. Okay. And I believe this is um, the exact quote, if not incredibly close. Two women who looked like they had been stretched. Long arms, legs, long fingers, long black braids, and long faces with long noses. They wore nothing but animal skins, hide vests, and tight-fitting pants that laced on the sides with leather, like, laces. Hot. I know. Kind of into them. It wasn't just their eccentric clothing that made them seem wild. But everything about them, from their restless crimson eyes to their sudden darting movements... Bella had never met any vampires less civilized. Insane, right? Bruh. That's just like microaggression 101, dude. Also, I don't know how to say this without like sounding mean, but like, if they are native Amazonian women, historically, people who are not from the Caucasus, who are white people from Europe, are not as tall. So the actual likelihood historically of them being very long, tall, and thin yeah. is not as much if they were a white vampire. Just going to sound up. Where did Amazon at? Brazil. Okay. South America. I feel like... It goes, like, into Venezuela and stuff. Isn't, like, just South America, South American people, like, shorter on average, too? Yeah, I believe shorter than American, yeah. Yeah, we're freaks, so. Yeah, true. But I just thought that was... It was. It did exist, yeah. You did say it. feels very J.K. Rowling. Yeah. Wait, what's the one Asian character's name? Cho Chang. Oh, blue. <laughs> That's how J.K. Rowling would... Well, she's British. How do British people make racist Cho jokes? Cho Chang. Cho Chang. <laughs> oh, no, that was Australia. Oh, I can't do accents. No, mine too. Oh, okay. Anyway, Alice had sent these women. There are typically three. Zafrina, Zena, and Kachiri. But Alice requested Kachiri's help with something. And apparently they all like know Alice. So they're like, fuck yeah. 100%. But this makes everybody anxious because they now know where Alice is, but it doesn't answer any questions. These women are instantly obsessed with the baby. And Zafrina has a talent because she can show people any vision or illusion she wants. So Renesmee's like, fuck yeah, I love Zafrina. <laughs> so it's the same like thing that Renesmee does? Mm-mm. Because 
Zafrina can show people things they haven't seen without touching them. Oh, okay. Renesme can only show people things she has seen and experienced okay. by touching them. Okay. So, yeah, they both instantly like each other. And this makes Bella really uncomfortable for two reasons. Um, for two reasons. A dirty foreigner. Ew, gross. Yeah. Because that of, felt bad. Yeah, that you felt 10 minute time out. No. Zaf- she knows this is a completely valid fear that Zafrina could probably create unpretty pictures and illusions. Understand. But also because she's a savage woman. Blue, you hit me with it. You hit me with it You should have so known hard. it was coming. I, uh, you hit me with it. Ow. Oh, I hit him with it. Okay. Um, Bella begins fight training and Edward's like, I can't do that because he's like, I can't bear analyzing you as a target. Fuck off. Then Yo, this is, hey, bud. Hey, bud. You're going to fucking need all the people that can fight. Literally. Can. This, not, this is not the time to try yeah. to play that game. But Emmett starts teaching her and she's like, okay, he's way too aggressive. And then Rose, Tanya, Eliezer, and Garrett, even like everybody ends up helping her. Zafrina helps her once and she's like, I'm way too scared to fight with her again. But she like, she's, she, I have a lot in here about Zafrina because she says she likes Zafrina very much. She knew that she wouldn't hurt her, but this wild woman scared her to death. God damn. We have not been given a reason to be fearful of Zafrina. Um, she is... From the Amazons. A native person. A foreign. Jacob's native. But he's not a foreign native. That's true. Bella's the foreign native. <laughs> Ooh. Okay. When she wasn't with Renesme or fighting, she was working with Kate to learn how to push her shield out. Mm. And she's having a really hard time, so Edward's the guinea pig. And Kate's, like, shocking him while Bella's trying to push her shield out. She's like, And she's getting a little bit better. And then one day, Edward can't feel the shock at all. But it's not, like, consistent at all. She can't, like, really, like, make it work 100%. She doesn't want to, like, shoot someone to show off. Yeah. (laughs) Like. Oh, sorry. Um, and then Kate's like, you're lacking incentive. And then like a small audience of people who have talents as well are, have gathered. And Kate like rushes over to the baby and she's like, we'll use Renesmee as yeah. incentive. Which like, no, don't hurt my baby. But Renesmee's like, mom, I want to help. And Bella kind of goes into a rage and she can finally feel her shield working. And Zafrina takes the time to help. She's like, awesome, your shield's working. I'm going to make sure everybody can't see shit. And when you can, because Bill is projecting properly, raise your hand, which I'm like, fucking great teamwork, everybody. Yeah. They do that. But then out of nowhere, somebody else shows up. Two unexpected visitors that nobody had sent. They had just heard through the the grapevine. Yeah. And it's two Romanian visitors who are there to challenge the Volturi. And these vampires are old. One has dark hair. One has ashy blonde hair, because that's the only description Stephanie is able to give unless you're a person of color. So it's just like... All the white people are, have hair. are mannequins with mm-hmm. a wig on. <laughs> the same yeah, mannequin same with mannequin, a different wig on. Except for some of them are fat. Yeah. And ugly. Yeah. Like Siobhan and Esme. Ew. Yeah. What do you have? Baby weight? <laughs> Get on the treadmill. <laughs> Good try. Okay, this is all joking. I feel yes, bad yeah. now. But you know what I mean. So... Anyway, their name are Stefan and Vladimir, and they had previously, I think I told you about this a little bit. They had the Empire before the Volturi. Ah, uh, ha, So they have a bunch of different witnesses. I'm going to go through names. You're not going to remember them, but I'm going to do it anyway. Why are we going through it? Siobhan. Cut it for time. 
Siobhan, Liam, Maggie, Amun, Kebby, Benjamin, Tia, Safrina, Zena, Vladimir, Svan, Charlotte, Peter, Garrett, Alistair, Mary, Randall, Tanya, Kate, Eliezer, Cameron. Is that a list in the book? No, but the book does have an index at the end. Because okay. they push you and introduce so many characters, they had to put an index at the end. Yeah. Which I understand. I've, I mean, warrior cats. <laughs> yeah. So the last two Romanian vampires are are there to destroy the Volturi, just as they had destroyed their empire hundred or fifteen hundred years ago, and they're very interested in the werewolves and Bella's shield. And ending this chapter, they're kind of like feeling that it might go okay. Yeah. I think that's where we should end it. Actually, no, let's do one more chapter. No, yes. We're, we're good. No, no, one more. No, we got it. Chapter 33. It'll be a good cliffhanger. No, chapter 33 is a good cliffhanger. It's quick, too, I promise. Because Bella brings Renesmee over to Charlie's with Jacob. They talk, and she's like, how are you doing, Jacob? And he's like, I'm not good. Anyways, they sit down for a while. Are you? Horrible. Okay. <laughs> Pretty much. And, um, oh. They kind of talk about how the Romanian vampires uh, had told their story about the Volturi. That really, yeah. Well, I I keep wanting to say Romani, which is the proper word for the Romani people. And I don't want to, like, use the wrong word. So it looks very similar to me. And I wish there wasn't a cat going back and forth on my lap. It's our mid-show show. show. Sorry, guys. I can't say no to my babies. Um, the Romani story is that they were considered gods, you know, things were brought to them and they were like kind of petrifying. And that's like the one favor the Volturi did them is when they burned everything down, they stopped petrifying, which the Volturi are now doing. Because remember how Bella described Aro's skin as like paper chalk kind of, Mm -hmm. where she was like, all she could think about was wanting to touch it. Yeah. (laughs) Remember? So wait, what is the petrifying? Like they were like standing still so long because things were being brought to them. They were starting to like petrify. Oh, so you just turn to stone if you don't eat? Uh, no, no, not even don't eat. They just weren't doing anything. Oh, they were just like inactive because like people would bring them food. Yeah, and by food I mean people, and they would bring them things. You know, so they didn't have to do anything. So they oh. didn't. Does that make sense? What I'm saying? Yeah. Okay. So back to Charlie and Bella. Charlie and the, all them, Bella asks Jacob to be discreet because she's going to go off for a little while and she doesn't, like, nobody can find out. No. Charlie's happy to see them. They're going to do all Christmas stuff. And Bella's like, fuck, I forgot about Christmas. But Bella ends up going to find Jay Jenks. And she drives to kind of a not great area of town and stops in front of an abandoned building who with a man who's whistling and he's really well-dressed. He's got black hair. You know, she's like, what's going on? <laughs> he has the black wig on. Well, he has crazy black hair with dark, smooth, perfect skin and white, perfect teeth. So that's the first time somebody's been described as dark skin. So this is a mannequin with a realistic head on it. <laughs> mm-hmm. And she's like, I need to see Jay Jenks. And the guy's like, yo, why the fuck do you need to see Jay Jenks? She's like, I need to see him. He's like people who look like you typically go to his skyscraper and he's like calls jay and he's like blah 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 blah, blah. and he, she can hear on the other side he's like is he a cop no okay why, why why the fuck are you talking to me and she's like it's cullen he's like it's a cullen standing here right fucking now and max was like oh sorry i was worried you were a cartel or a cop but i need to send you to the other office and it's clear that whoever this guy is he's doing something not too not too great and probably illegal selling drugs she gets to his fancy building and she's shocked to note I'm, that he's 
I mean, the U.S. Uh, government has figured out that's a pretty lucrative business. True. Um, Jay Jenks is an attorney at law, and he's scared and anxious, but composes himself to see her. And she ends up figuring out that he knows Jasper, and she's confused why Alice had given her the ghetto address. Either way, she's there for papers. That's what he provides. He provides forged papers. Mm. And she realizes she's only there for to get papers for the baby and Jacob and that she can't come, which upsets her. But she realizes she needs two birth certificates, passports, and one driver's license for Jacob Wolf and Vanessa Wolf, <laughs> which I think is funny. And Bruno. <laughs> Made show show cat time. <sighs> She ends up making Jacob 27 and Renesmee about five years old. Okay. She requests a rush job, pays him easy peasy because the Collins just have fucking wads of cash lying around. And they're going to meet in one week for the papers. And she's all she can think about is how she wished she could share this information with Edward. Yeah. And that's the end. Do you know what? Of that chapter. The Collins would be good at? Drugs. Cannonball. What do you mean? So there's a race called the Cannonball. That you get from U.S. I mean, you get from Los Angeles to New York or vice versa. Mm-hmm. And it's time to see how fast you can do it. You know what? who else would be good at it? What? Sonic the Hedgehog. Who do you think would that. win, Sonic or the Collins? Or Edward in particular, because he's really fucking fast. I don't know. The fucking the whole thing about Sonic is he can break the sound barrier. Mm-hmm. I wonder if Edward's ever tried to do that. I bet no. I bet the fastest he can go is like 100. 100? Yeah. Do you think Steph has said anything about it? Okay. It's clicky clack keyboard time. Oh. Yeah. You said 100 miles per hour. Fuck yeah, dude. Good job, babe. I'm so, so proud of you. Uh, Sonic can run 700 or 70 times are you going to do seven? Seven times faster. Damn it, Quick maths. <laughs> Quick maths. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you for listening. Please follow us over on Twitter at Reading Hostage. Subscribe on the YouTubes. Um, hit that like button. And ring that. You got to say. MF and bell. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ring, ring that. MF and bell. Okay. And, uh. And subscribe. And hit uh, hit that subscribe button. Okay. We're also on Instagram at Reading Held Hostage. And we're starting to post on TikTok once I can figure out how to use it. My sister was like, it's self-explanatory. And I was like, um, <laughs> I'm old. Blue doesn't have a TikTok either. So she like, uh, yeah, I, like started from opened zero. the app and was like, what? There are so many options. But yeah, let us know what you want us to read. Please give us a... Zero five star review. What? Those are the two options. Uh. Uh-uh. And you forgot about Twitter. No, I didn't. I started with Twitter. Oh uh, fuck. Um. Zero five stars on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or wherever you listen. We would greatly appreciate it. Or just go to our Twitter and tweet at us five stars, like <laughs> emoji, or just like the words five stars. If you give us an Apple Podcast review. We will read it on the podcast, but we won't say your name. Yeah. So. Unless you're like, please say my name. Yeah. Please say my name. Somebody. And then we'll say it. Okay. That was. You're the one who wants to watch anime tonight. <laughs> um. Yeah. Anything else, Justin? 
Um, cat time, baby. Yeah, my name's Blue. I've lived to read. And my name's Chelsea. I'm so tired of this book. And don't forget to wish my husband a happy birthday. Birthday boy. Birthday boy. See you guys. Well, you'll hear us next week.